0: Hello, I was listening to a Christian pastor and I like to listen to different points of view. I read the Bible, I pray, I love Jesus, I know Jesus takes me back to God. And this man has a podcast and he's on YouTube. And I have no doubt that he is a true Christian. But he's talking so fast, so frenetically, It's like he wants to jam a million words into what he's saying. I think he's so dedicated and so concerned for the church's welfare and for Christians in North America that he's actually trying to accomplish something that I find noble. And I just... When I see him, when I look at this man, and I don't know him at all, he looks troubled. So I decided that I would create a podcast, and I would tell people about God, about Jesus, about the Scriptures, as I am motivated to think and say and do. And I would just try to be calm and lay out what I believe the Scriptures is telling me. Everybody has their take on Jesus in the Bible. I believe the entire Bible from start to finish. And I think I've come to a conclusion that Jesus Christ is the new Torah. The new Torah is the commandments of love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, faithfulness, meekness, self-control. That's actually the fruits of the Spirit from Galatians 5, 22 and 23. And we're not saved by our own fruits. We're saved by the blood of Christ. But Jesus is the new Torah and he wants us to approach God with relationships. And relationships are other-centered attributes, not self-centered attributes, other-centered attributes, meekness, humility. And when I look at this man, I have no doubt that he believes this, but he's just quoting all the scripture about Romans and throwing in the blood of Christ cleanses us. And I know that. That's all from Scripture. But he's talking so quickly, so fast. It's like he's trying to cover all of Earth's history in the time of his podcast. And I just think we just need to be calmer. We need to just take a breath. And I know that being a Christian, from my experience, because I was, um, I was baptized in 2019, January 27, 2019, and I had come from a religious movement where I had believed I was a Christian, and so much things have happened to me in my life, I can't understand why it took me so long, and I don't know how I ever thought I was a Christian before. Yes, I did pray. Yes, I I loved God. I didn't really know Jesus, though. He didn't seem so up close and personal like I've come to see. One time in the church, this lady came to a Bible study and she was kind of very frustrated and she said, Oh, I tell these people and I know who she was talking about. I know who she was friends about. I have a vague idea. They don't read their Bible. They should read their Bible. And it struck me. I was a Christian before or Jesus centric, more than Sabbath centric, more than Saturday centric. And I read clips of the Bible. I definitely read Bible plans. I love You Version Bible. I absolutely thank Life Church for creating that app. I really love it. And I decided, wow, you know, I say I'm a Christian. I say I love God. I say I love Jesus. And I'm reading Christian websites and reading other Christian books, but I'm not really reading the Bible. Like a priority I don't. I haven't really read the Bible I can't remember reading it from start to finish So I decided right there and then That I would read the entire Bible And when I say that I wouldn't grab a Bible plan Because I'm just too uh, I'm not that structured I'm kind of conservative But I'm kind of loosey-goosey Fly by the seat of my pants So I read books in the Old Testament Books in the New Testament Books in the Old Testament I'd hop around whatever I feel like If I'm reading a book and then I just feel like, oh, I'm going to read this other book after, I would do that. And I believe I've read the entire Bible now three times, two times in the NLT, which I absolutely enjoy, and once in the King James. I always felt I had to read the King James and the other ones were kind of loose. But I'm in a Bible study and one of my friends is going to Tyndale College, a Bible college. And he was talking about the NLT, the ESV, the NIV. And I read the NLT and of course it's all on you version. And I just absolutely loved it. It just connected with me. So for some reason I still memorize Bible verses in the KJV. I memorize Bible verses. That I need to I need to memorize the Bible and I struggle with memory in the Bible verses and other things. But I need to read the Bible, just sit down in a chair, have fun. Read Bible, enjoy, and if God, the Holy Spirit, will give me something, He'll give me something. As I was, I guess as I've been listening to different sermons, because I also like to listen to different points of view. I like to hear different podcasts. I love different ministers. I love J.C. Ryle. I think he's fantastic. I, I love Mark Driscoll. I think he's fantastic. I'm listening to Dr. John Barnett. Um, I remember, you know, somebody said recently, You know, the Bible is the only book that when you're reading it, the author is sitting right next to you. Isn't that wonderful? And yes, this man that I'm listening to, and even you listening to me, I'm taking up your time. You can't ever have it back. So you want to listen to people that are going to uplift you. But he sounds a little anxious to me. I'm anxious, too, about things going on in my life. But I want to be able to uh, you know, talk, possibly you know, go to Scripture. But I want to take a breath. I don't want to throw out so many words that you can't even think in between the spaces where I take a breath. Because I don't want you to really listen to me. I want you to listen to the still, small voice that God has implanted in you Because you're trying to find and grope towards our God. You love God. He loves you. He really does. And you have a place beyond this life full of love and peace. And I know that sounds tacky and corny, but it's really true. I feel it. I want you to feel it too. I want you to be calm. It's love, joy, peace. It's not just like love, joy, peace, and you got this zombie look on your face. You know this in your heart of hearts that Jesus is real, he's at the right hand of God, he values you, God values you. You won't always feel it. As one pastor said, I was praying and my prayers felt like lead balloons, they hit the ceiling. <sighs> but God says in the book of Revelation, your prayers ascend to my throne and they're a sweet, a sweet aroma of the saints. That's you. So I thought I would like to make a podcast and speak whatever I'm speaking about. I would like to, the Bible's not right in front of me, it's right parked next to me. It'd be great if I have some Bible verses. But I'm going to leave you with a Bible verse that I have heard in my life and is very relevant to me. Genesis 50:20. And I'm not reading it, I'm quoting it from memory. Joseph says to his brothers, you meant what you did to me, you meant for evil. But God meant it for good so that many would be made alive. Something like that. He was talking about how his brothers threw him into a pit, fished him out, sent him to Pharaoh and Egypt. And, you know, he was in jail for many years. He got framed. He came out, he was the second in command. He had a dream or Pharaoh had a dream. He said, you need to put aside for the famine. And Pharaoh said, I'm gonna put you in charge. You're the second in command. And in my own life, I haven't done that, but things have happened to me. Someone has hurt me, and of course you hate them, and Jesus says, you must forgive. I can't, Lord. But now I feel I can. I don't really want them back. You know, I'm still married to the person on paper. I don't really want her back, but I must forgive. Forgiveness does not mean reconciliation. It means you must forgive, and I guess her throwing me away I was here, you know, the lawyer came after me with the separation agreement and I've cried tears and I've been afraid and my expenses are absolutely out of control right now, I'm so afraid, like am I going to get kicked out of my home, I have to go to the bank, but you know I just, I just feel so loved by God, I can't believe I'm saying this, when I was a young man, yes I wanted religion, I wanted Jesus, but I don't want to sound corny and tacky and stupid and foolish and I don't sound like, sound like a sissy. Because Jesus was far away from me, but to say King Jesus, or I love Jesus, or Jesus loves me, that sounds sissy talk. And I'm a man. I don't want to be perceived as a sissy. I want to be perceived as what I am. I'm masculine. You know, I'm attracted to the feminine, but I'm masculine. I'm tough. But I haven't been tough. And I know that sometimes I've cried, I've been depressed. And I know that Jesus is right there and he says, you know, you're valuable to me. I care about you. Hebrews seven twenty-five. my savior is at the right hand of God. I just wanna let you know you're loved. And I've got more to say, but it's treading on 11 minutes now. So why don't I stop, give you a break, tell you to think, go get a cup of coffee, relax, watch a video, take a rest. Lie down. Consider the scriptures. Consider the words of King Jesus. If perhaps you might hear my voice telling you to read the scriptures, it's because that's what I'm doing. Put aside the other books. Put aside the Christian books. You can get to them later. Charles Stanley, you know, um, Peter Marshall, Oswald Chambers, wherever else you're reading. If you're reading a Christian book, and you, of course. But if you're not right now, How about pick up the Bible, read the book of Colossians, read Titus. I even read Obadiah. I said to the Lord, Lord, what can I get out of this? You know what? God will give you something. You take care. We talk later. God bless you. Remember, Jesus values you. He died to save you, to give you to his Father.